is the human toll of involuntary joblessness. The loss of earnings from workers who move out of the labor force puts enormous strain on households, affecting not only workers themselves, but also their spouses, children, and other dependents. Many people who stay out of work for long periods find that their incomes remain lower even when they ultimately manage to find new jobs. The effects of joblessness also reach far beyond household finances. For decades, researchers have found that long-lasting unemployment can have severe consequences for mental health, physical health, and even mortality. Recent years have seen a massive increase in opioid drug abuse and an associated rise in overdose deaths and suicides among Americans without college degrees. The same group that has seen its labor force participation decline most precipitously over the past five decades. In other words, a lack of work doesn't simply mean less income. It can lead to more profound losses as well. The good news is that there are a number of things that the government can do to help address the problem. Indeed, the fact that the widespread decline in labor force participation has played out differently in different countries only underscores the extent to which economic policy can make a difference. U.S. President Barack Obama has outlined a set of bold policies, many of which depart from simplistic, orthodox prescriptions that would significantly improve on how the U.S. labor market functions and help more Americans obtain higher-paying jobs. From Footnote to Headline Labor force participation tends to decline in recessions as more people exit the workforce and fewer people enter it. That short-term effect tends to fade away as the economy recovers. But in recent decades, longer-term trends have drowned out those short-term cycles. For example, after recovering from the recession of 1990-91, the U.S. economy enjoyed an almost unprecedented boom during the rest of the 1990s. Yet by 2000, neither the labor force participation rate for prime-age men nor their employment population ratio, a related measure that includes only those who are actively working and excludes those looking for work, had returned to its pre-recession peak. That outcome, a recovery in the labor market but with fewer prime-age men in the workforce, was not unique to the boom years of the 1990s. In all but one period of recovery since the mid-1950s, the employment-population ratio for prime-age men failed to reach the peak it had achieved before the previous recession. But few observers took note. As long as overall participation in the labor force was increasing, which it was from the end of World War II until 2000, as millions of women entered the workforce and the baby boomers entered their prime working years, the decline in the labor force participation rate for prime-age men remained at most a footnote. But around 2000, women's participation rates also began to fall. And around 2008, the first cohort of baby boomers began to retire. When the worst recession since the Great Depression hit at the same time, all three phenomena converged to form a perfect storm. The number of Americans either leaving the workforce or failing to enter it exceeded the number who were joining it. Since then, older Americans, those 55 and up, have seen their labor force participation rates rise.
This is at least in part because today, older people tend to work at jobs that are less physically demanding than the ones that older workers held in the past. Meanwhile, younger people have experienced large drops in labor force participation, but have also begun to attend college at far higher rates than in previous decades. Consequently, the share of idle younger people, those neither in school nor working, has not risen over the long run. And although many Americans have delayed entering the workforce, many more of them will have better skills when they eventually do. Supply or Demand Because men's participation in the labor force has been declining for decades, it makes sense to focus on that segment of the population when trying to understand what lies behind the overall long-term trend. All groups of prime-age men have experienced a drop in participation.